Who is a carpenter? <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. But you're technically wrong. <laughs> I'm not technically wrong. You're technically wrong. Jesus he was a had, carpenter. He had, he had blue collar Therefore, roots. Therefore, blue collar. But we don't know. We don't know what. Oh, yeah, we're ready. Sorry. <laughs> howdy, 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 everyone. everyone. Welcome back to another Jesus-filled episode of Texas, the show about some things Texas. And some things heresy. We've got a really good episode in store for you today. Tito's and Shiner. But first, as always, your favorite segment and, and ours, <laughs> our not sponsors, not still sponsors. giving us no money. Zero this money. Day, we're approaching two years of not sponsors and no money has come I've gotten in. zero money from any we're of these We're going to post sponsors. our bank account information right here for right, those listening if you uh, actually want to wire that in there. So, Gunner, who's our first not sponsor? Our first not sponsor for today's episode of Texas is Pickleball. Pickleball. Did you come in second place in co-ed softball when you were in community college? Pickleball. Do you just want to play shirtless even though it's 40 degrees outside? Pickleball. It's not table tennis. It's not ping pong. It's pickleball. Are you an adult who struggles to make friends? Pickleball. Are, Are you, you a tech bro who wears fleece everywhere you go, no matter what? And you're still just trying to find that thing where you can drink and be social at the same time, but it's not really a bar. So you're not technically an alcoholic pickleball. And are you also sober and maybe a geriatric, really old person who's about to die and need something to do before you actually die and maybe sweat a little bit? Pickleball. Are you 60 years old and you're still dunking on 20 year olds somehow? <laughs> pickleball. The official retirement sport of Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Pickleball. It's fun. It was a fun one, you know? <laughs> really fun. It's weird how there's like the hybrid athlete bros and then there's the pickleball bros. So different. Very different. Yeah. Very the same. Very the same. And the attitude is the same. It's like we're all in on pickleball. We pickleball all the yeah. time. All we talk about is pickleball. pickleball. It's pickleball time. Pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. Pickle balls. Pickle brawl. <laughs> I would like to have a pickle brawl with some of the pickle ballers. <laughs> that sounds like a good hardcore ba- band name to start now, like the pickle brawlers. The pickle brawl? Or just pickle brawl. Who's our other not sponsor for today's episode? <laughs> We'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Our other non-sponsor is diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> it's the sugar sickness. It's diabetes. diabetes. Are you fat, out of shape, and need an excuse? It's diabetes. diabetes. Are you keto, or is that just a blood glucose monitor that you actually need? It's diabetes. diabetes. Are you the ugly Jonas brother? Diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the ugly one that has it. No, it's the fourth one. Anyway, anyway, diabetes. diabetes. I don't know. Diabetes. <laughs> the beatus. Are you from Texas and drink a lot of sweet tea? Diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> it's always fun when people. What was that guy's name? I can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, uh, Bill, Bill Hader. Wait, what's no, no, no. The, the, the guy who did the diabetes commercial. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, man. We got to look that up. Because I also it's feel so like funny. my view of diabetes is screwed is screwed is a little skewed bit. because yeah. of crazy Uncle Ronnie because yes. 
He had the other one. Well, he had, well, he had the one you're like born with. Born with, but because of him, I think people with diabetes are insane. Right. Because of their diabetes. And I forget it's just, it's our, just our crazy it's uncle. It's just our crazy uncle. It's like he fell off a bridge and that's probably. Yeah, I met crazy. four people in college. They said they had diabetes. And my first thought was like, so you're a racist. So you're too. insane. Cool. Okay. <laughs> like you're a little crazy. Oh, you just like go around kicking children? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Did, did Uncle Ronnie kick you? Dude, so hard. What happened? <laughs> we were playing Duck Duck Goose. Uh, and he really, he was just like low sugar or whatever it was and we were playing having fun and out of nowhere he, he just, just booted gives me a swift kick in the ass <laughs> i fell over and like oh my it was gosh. i thought it was fine but the adults were like and we're done and you're gone that like it flipped a switch in nana she saw it happen and was like and you're not coming over anymore you don't come over anymore yeah. less pbr is less pbr <laughs> unless bull riding is on the tv uncle ronnie's not allowed over here anymore <laughs> I did enjoy the, the the watching the bull riding with crazy it was Uncle Ronnie. So much fun! Oh I, man! Oh man! Such a good guy. All right. Do you want to hear about our small town of the week? Small town of the week. It's the smallest town for this week. Our small town of the week is Florence, Texas. Florence, Texas, not to be confused with Florence, Italy, or Alabama. Or Alabama. There is a Florence. There's Alabama. Alabama. Florence is a city in Williamson County, not to be confused with Williams County, mm -hmm. Texas, United States. The population was 1,171 at the 2020 census. Since 2000, the ter territorial limits of Florence has grown by, hold on here, hold on to your hats, 8%. <gasps> Florence is located about 13 miles north from Georgetown and 40 miles north of Austin in northwestern Williamson County. Uh, the site was settled in the 1850s and briefly called Brooksville. I guess they changed the name at any point. By 1857, it was known as Florence. Maybe the machine. I don't know. When the first post office was established, Florence is a significant cotton processing center, not to be confused with the panhandle, uh, and was the original destination of the Bartlett Florence Railway, later the Bartlett Western Railroad, which ran from a connection in Bartlett, Texas, with the Missouri, Kansas, Texas Railroad. And we know how important that is. Well, it failed, <laughs> <laughs> which is why Florence is not a bustling metropolis now. Um, yeah, that line started in 1909. It was abandoned by 1935. I bet you anything people selling houses in Florence go. You're only 45 minutes from downtown Austin. I dude, I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee bet, it. I give it I five it. years and people like Jake are going to be yeah. living in Florence and oh, they're yeah. like, I'm from Austin. Yeah. Even though they don't live there. Right. That is four cities away from. I hate that so much. It, like <laughs> I people live in Georgetown and like we're from Austin. You're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. There's a whole city between you and Austin. Yeah. And you're a whole city. It just your face is a whole. City. Also, what's wrong with being from Georgetown? Right. It's Nothing. weird when people say they're from Austin and then they're, they're not. It's because they're afraid yeah. to say they're from San Marcos. Just say you're from just, San Marcos. Well, San Marcos is great. It's a really cool place. It really is. San Marcos. Own it. Really cool place. Just own <laughs> it. All right. Do you want to hear about what happened once upon a time in Texas history? Once upon a time. That was a nice smooth one. Like, once. Well, Welcome, put to on more, welcome to Once Upon a Time in Texas History here on 503.5, the History Channel. I feel like that was good. That's I was good. I like that. I yeah. can hear myself. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Once Upon a Time in Texas History. The month was November. The year was 1972. The Department of Public Safety, otherwise known as the DPS, surveilled the Chicken Ranch for two days. The Chicken Ranch outside of the Grange, mm -hmm. documenting 484 people entering the rural not chicken farm brothel at the request of a member of the DPS intelligence team. Local law enforcement closed the chicken ranch for a short time. It reopened in July 1973. And that's when Houston television reporter Marvin Zindler, not to be confused with Swindler, began an, an investigation of the chicken ranch. If you haven't cut on yet, this is a brothel full of prostitutes, much like the bunny ranch, the chicken ranch, the chicken ranch where people go to 
not by chickens. Zindler claimed for many years that he began the investigation because of an anonymous tip. Governor Dolph Briscoe closed the operation only to have it open again after a few months because he missed it. Zindler then shed more light on the operation, which led to the ranch being permanently closed by that year of November 1973. Permanently closed. Permanently closed. I mean, <laughs> as Easy Top talked about, there is a house shack outside the Grange. Yes, there is. And that song came out after the 1970s. Just I point think. that out. Just want to throw that. Just out want there. to throw that out there. Yeah. How how mad do you think the Lagrange Baptist Church was to know, like a stone's throw away from your mm-hmm. your place? There's 484 people just going in and getting almost it. as mad as the pastor was when it closed. <laughs> Oof. Ouch. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That one hit a little close to a yeah, home. That that hit to a lot of homes right there. <laughs> Howdy, 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 y'all. Normally, we bring you our not sponsors, but today we are excited to talk about an actual sponsor, Hydrate by Good Anya. You can go to goodanyaorganic.com to get Hydrate, which is an all-organic hydration powder supplement. It contains only natural organic ingredients and no sugar at all. It's made of lemon juice, coconut water, stevia, and organic sea minerals. This is the best hydration product I personally have ever used. I take it every single day when I wake up and after my sauna and I feel incredible. Completely organic ingredients. A good friend of ours introduced us to this and I can't go a day without it. So get yourself some good on you. Get yourself hydrated. Look, it's not the 1920s anymore. Everybody has a business or a startup of some sort, whether it's a side project, whether you've ditched the silver spoon or going all in on your side hustle to make it a full blown business, or you have a small business already, but you've hit a plateau in growth and you're trying to find different ways to turn your marketing dollars into legitimate revenue. Well, Creators Collective is here for you. They are a full service marketing agency offering marketing, branding, logo design, copy, video, social media management, anything custom to your business or your startup or your side hustle that will help you grow your bottom line, grow your brand reach, and just feel like you have the best dang company ever because your marketing assets are frankly better than everybody else in the game. So what you need to do right now is go to Creators Collective. Dot us and contact them to schedule a call and find how Creators Collective can help you grow your business for the long term. That's Creators Collective. Schedule a call and just grow your freaking business with marketing that freaking works. Who's <laughs> Texas Badass? Our Texas Badass of the Week is one you've definitely heard of. You may have even used his products. What? It's Michael Dell. Oh! Biggest house on the Austin Lake. Lake Austin. Really cool house also. Yeah. Like just cool. honestly, a very, yeah. very cool house. So, Dell was born in 1965 in Houston to a Jewish family. Oh, His parents fine. were Lorraine Charlotte, a stockbroker, and Alexander Dell, an orthodontist. Mm. They wanted Michael to be a doctor for obvious reasons. Yeah, for sure. He did not see it that way. Okay. So... To, to put this in perspective, here's, Dell, here's to the misfits. Am I here's right? Here's the misfits, right? Uh, Michael Dell was extremely intelligent. I'm sure. While he attended Herod Elementary High School in Houston, he would go on to attend Memorial High. Mm-hmm. And in a bid to enter business early, he applied to take the high school equivalency exam at age eight. What? At age eight. So he was also a loser, I guess. He definitely struggled in the friends department i'm sure, I'm sure. He, i'm sure he's one of those kids not, not because like he, he you know uh smelled weird or whatever yeah. but because he was too smart he was too smart for everybody i mean just imagine being eight years old and being like i would rather be in business than have friends yeah like i would rather look at spreadsheets than, than color with your play at the crayon. park yeah, yeah, crayon, yeah. Whatever. yeah right 
Yeah. Oh, Todd, that's a great new toy. I just made $20,000 selling newspapers, which he did. Wait, what? So check it out. <laughs> he basically starts business by selling newspapers. Okay. Um, <laughs> it says he purchased his first calculator at age seven and uh, encountered an early teletype terminal in junior high. By age 15, after playing with computers at Radio Shack, he got his first computer, an Apple II, which he promptly disassembled to see how it worked. Okay. And while he did attend Memorial High School, he started selling subscriptions to the Houston Post in the summer. So this is where it's like, hey, his parents wanted to be a doctor, go to yeah, med school, all okay. those things. And to please him. But I also feel like they can't be like, stop doing what you're doing right. to be a doctor. Right, right. So to make them happy, yeah. he started pre-med at the University of Texas in 1983. When he was how old? I would have to do the math, but he's still like, he's like 17. He's still not 18. He's not 18. That's my point. Okay. Uh, so to, to put that in perspective, he drops out of high school at the age of 19. Yeah. Or drops out of uh, college at the age of 19. Okay. Got Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, imagine being so smart that appeasing your parents is going is, to pre-med. Like, oh, you want me? You want me to go to med school? Fine, fine I'll take the exam. This is where it starts to get kind of fun. Okay, so he was trying to target specific populations for his newspaper subscriptions rather than just like making co uh, cold yeah. calls. He earned eighteen thousand dollars in one summer. Hired wow. several employees, and after earning a gross profit of nearly two hundred thousand dollars in his first year of business, he dropped out of the University of Texas. Oh at age my 19. gosh. That's insane. No one needs college. So, while a pre-med student at the at the University of Texas, Hookham, he started in an informal business putting together and selling upgrade kits for personal computers in room 2713 of the Dobby Center Residential Building. Okay. Which we all know, if you go to UT, you learn, oh, Michael Dell sold out of this. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. He then applied for a vendor license to bid on contracts for the state of Texas, winning bids by not having the overhead of a computer store. Okay. So because he was going to college there and like yeah. selling out of a of Out a of room, a dorm room, yeah. Right. He didn't have to pay for any type of office space yeah. and could just like shrink his you know shrink, shrink the, the beat everybody yeah, yeah. What uh, which is very similar in my mind to uh, what's that movie uh, they talk about the two guys who were bidding uh, on weapons contracts oh yeah war dogs yeah war dogs yeah. it reminds me of war dogs yeah, where you just like, yeah there you go so again <laughs> so in January of 19, uh, 1984 he banked on his convictions that the potential cost savings of a manufacturer selling PCs directly had enormous advantages over the conventional and direct retail channel so in January of 1984 Dell registered his company as PC Limited, operating out of a condominium, the business sold between fifty and eighty thousand dollars worth of PC upgrades, kits, and add-on components. By May, Dell incorporated the company as Dell Computer Corporation and relocated to a business center in North Austin. Mm. While the company just employed a few employees uh, to fill and take more orders, manufacturing staff consisted of three to uh, three guys with screwdrivers sitting at six-foot tables. And the venture's capitalization cost was just $1,000. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in 1992, by age 27, he became the youngest CEO of a company ranked in Fortune Magazine's list of the top 500 corporations. I'm such a waste of existence. Right? That's, oh, that's all I'm That's how I feel, now. right? Just a waste of absolute bone and blood. By 96, he started selling over the web the same year his company lost, launched its first servers. And you'll know from Amazon Web Services, servers are the biggest businesses. Yeah that computer manufacturers mm -hmm. like really do yeah. is hosting all the information. Mm -hmm. They reported about $1 million in sales per day from, from Dell.com. Easy. At this point, it is chunk change. <laughs> in the first quarter of 2001, Dell Inc. reached a world market share of 12.8%, surpassing Compact to become the world's largest PC maker. <sighs> so basically, Michael Dell started one of the most powerful computing 
businesses globally globally from a dorm room at yeah. the University of Texas whilst appeasing his parents and going pre-med at a very prestigious <laughs> at a very young age. Do you think no. even like when he hit do you think he sent his parents the Fortune magazine youngest CEO of a mm-hmm. Fortune 500 company and they just wrote back so how's med school going? They're like, "Well, Johnny's a doctor." <laughs> Your friend Johnny that you went oh, to yeah, school with, he's a doctor. Huh? Okay, so how come you're not a how come you're not an MD yet? Okay, like I gotta tell my. Friends I like how we're assuming successful. that these people from Houston had New York accents. <laughs> I mean, they definitely didn't. But yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that look, that's the Michael because Dell jealous, origin story. I like to imagine that his parents hated him, but I'm sure they, they probably were very proud. Him. Yeah, especially after he retires them at age of 25, 25 or something. Right? Yeah, it's like, hey, mom and dad, here's a check for five hundred million dollars. I bought five lake houses. You can yeah. pick two. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. No, wow. I mean, we all know what happened to Michael Dell. Like he's successful guy, just mm. quietly pretty successful Dell Corporation, yep. the foundation, all those has things. quietly also kept headquarters in Austin. In Austin for continuous employee thousands of, of Austin. It is nights. funny driving around Austin because you'll yeah. that's mm-hmm. Michael Dell's lake house. That's Michael Dell's first house. That's Michael Dell's like brother's house. Mm-hmm. Like that's all where Michael little, Dell drunkenly killed a hobo. Yeah. So what? What? <laughs> That's not, I promise. No, yeah, that didn't happen. But I, I did just want to highlight that he is a Texas badass for mm-hmm. starting a computer company out of his dorm room yeah. and being so successful who that he ne- dropped who, out of college. Who needs Silicon Valley, right? right? Like, who needs California? Definitely not Michael Dell. Well, he did end up using Silver Lake Capital to, like, grow the business. Well, th- that's, that's, that was neither here that. nor there. Here to four, it's <laughs> here a <to> facto. <laughs> Apropos this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want to do a Texas update? Texas Let's update. Let's do Texas update. Right, Texas update. Wait, you got first? Ready? Ready? Uh, uh, all right. Texas update. Texas update. Tornado warnings are spanning the state of Texas, and Texans everywhere are doing the exact same thing. Ignoring it like they do Amber Alerts. <laughs> nice one. Thanks. A few weeks ago, a streetcar club caused a massive traffic jam in downtown Austin, Texas. Governor Greg Abbott, seen here giving up letting Mexicans cross the border for Lent, assembled a statewide task force to stop these hostile street takeovers. But let's face it, he's just jealous that he can't burn rubber the way those cars can. A video has been released of Texas Representative Nate Schatzlein, who recently authored a bill to restrict drag performances skipping and dancing around in drag. Said Greg Abbott, I won't stand for such a blatant display of gross negligence. It's offensive. How dare he be skipping? A flight from Austin, Texas to Frankfurt, Germany was grounded in Virginia after severe turbulence sent seven passengers to the hospital. And one very queasy confused Ted Cruz to the ticket counter wondering when Frankfurt became a city in Germany and not a resort in Cabo. One day we'll get rid of the Ted Cruz. Jokes, one day, but one yeah, day. that was Texas update. Nineteen twenty-three. We got a man 19, overboard. Twenty-three. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's set the scene here. All right. All right. Is Spencer ever going to make boat. it to Montana? We're on a boat. We're on a boat. We're on a boat. Going fast. Santa going I'm somewhere. Theme. Pass me the Afghan. <laughs> Pass me the Afghan. Um, Pashmina. Yes. Yeah. There's how many episodes are left? I, I mean, ev- that was episode eight. So mm, typically they do a 10 episode run. Right. For, for That's like the usually limited series. 1883 was so 10. he either has to get there tomorrow 
<laughs> like somehow <laughs> I keep thinking that we're gonna somehow weave like, in the right, right like spoilers obviously like he gets thrown in jail in, yeah. in ocean jail at the end of this episode yeah which is pretty severe it's pretty severe and like, then taken to port somewhere somewhere I forgot I don't even know if they're I in I don't know where London they are right where yet. are they going I think they I don't know where they are but legit halfway through the episode I thought I guess at some point they're going to meet these guys called the Wright Bros who just right. invented an airplane and they're going to fly to Montana. Well, it's 1923 because it's moving right. so slow. What are, where are I'm they going? loving it. I love every oh, yeah, yeah. episode. but I'm getting to a point of like, how do they get to Montana? <laughs> I don't know that they do. They haven't like, even crossed the Atlantic yet. Right? I feel like they're going the wrong They've way. They've been going They've north been, the whole time. It's like, why? You're America's going, over here. It would have been faster to go through China at yeah, this point. Honestly, like, honestly, I, apparently it was just impossible. Who planned this route? Yeah, Spencer, apparently. Apparently, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, apparently, Taylor Sheridan doesn't understand logistics. They're actually on a boat to this, the Four Sixes. That's actually what's that's happening. Where, that's where they're is, going. Is they land, and all of a sudden, it's yeah. 2023, <laughs> and they've made it to the Four Sixes. They Six finally ranch. made it. It was a time warp the whole time, Yeah, and Taylor Sheridan's taking over Doctor Who. That's they, what's <laughs> happening. That's Taylor what's Sheridan happening. presents the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Be really good. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's taking so long so long and i did i enjoyed watching that guy die mm-hmm. sometimes there's a death in, Look, that, in the taylor sheridan universe from the just from the time they set that character up i was like he is dying in spectacular yeah like we said like, last i have episode, no idea he is dying severely severely and and i don't know how he's gonna do yeah. it but it's gonna be funny because like just the cat the casting of that actor yeah. was such that you're like you are a pitiful nerd and you know it and you know it and you don't deserve Right. You don't deserve her. Sure. Like, and you suck. And they're going to just let you suck. Yeah. And it's, and it's Taylor Sheridan. So there's not going to be any type of like back and forth where there's this like respectful whatever. No. Or like a Spencer's not going to struggle at all with killing him. With killing him. Yeah. And I God, I I will not lie. My blood flow to a certain area of my body increased a little bit. Oh, yeah. When he looked at the dad and was like, do you know who I am? Yeah. He says, yes. He said, like, then control your son. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I got a little. I think anybody watching this show was like, I wish I was that person. I wish I was. I yeah. wish I could I wish look I at someone's dad and be, and like, be like, you know, who I am. am. You know, who I am. Yeah. Control your son. I mean, at this point, the only time we can look at somebody's dad and be like, do you know who I am? They'd be like, yeah. And you're not funny. Yeah. So there you <laughs> go. Um, yeah. And so where where the duel was, I was like, he's for sure getting tossed overboard. And then I thought it wasn't right. going to I thought, okay. I thought, all right, they're restraining it. It's for some like, reason, okay. I thought in a Taylor Sheridan flick, oh, this is going to end cordially. <laughs> and then wouldn't you know it, he just gets hail married <laughs> into the Atlantic you and know, dies immediately. There is a very common solution to all of the problems that Taylor Sheridan's characters have. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting them off of something. It's, it's just throwing <laughs> it's just them like, off of something. Find a high cliff. Yeep. Yep. Hey, Taylor, they're going to be in the ocean. Throw them off. Throw the them boat. off the boat. The top. <laughs> the top deck, please. As high as you can get in the boat. Yeah. Throw how how big is the boat? Is it Titanic? Throw okay. them off. Throw it off. I had a moment where <laughs> when they were getting on these ships, I keep thinking they're going to get on the Titanic. And then I'm going to be like, what? What? Come they're on. Like, they're going to pan down and yeah. it's going to say Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. They, well, there was that shot of the boat right. they were getting on. And I was like, no, nope, no, nope, nope, nope. No. Uh, <laughs> so that guy got thrown off the boat. Yes. That was fun. Spencer and, and ends up in the brig. His yeah. wife ends up confined to quarters. It all happens. Sure, totally. And, and and now they're split apart. Right. And she's yelling, I'll meet you in Montana. Right. And I 
he writes love stories so well. Mm-hmm. And just, I loved the, you may, de- I think he said you may deny the marriage, but you cannot deny their, pa- their passion or their love. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Well said. Heart melting. Well said. Yeah. That's yeah. like, that's like straight out of a paperback romance <laughs> novel. Love it so much. So that that's going on that's there. That's going on in the ship. Uh, Meanwhile, let's back go, at the ranch. Let's go to Fifty Shades of Taylor Sheridan. Um, <laughs> what, dude? Like, what? Like, it's a lot. The the bank. I get it. The banker guy is evil. Yeah. Can we chill Look, with you? Cast him. The, the voice. It's like we know he's sadistic. We know like, that he's we know horrible. He's horrible. We know he is clearly the villain. <laughs> We've made that clear. Yeah, and. I know that some most people probably have a higher tolerance for pretty extreme explicit sexual scenes. Uh, yeah. And I feel like mine's decently high mm-hmm. when it comes to mo- that scene was so long. It was long, but here's here's my opinion on it personally. Um, I it actually came- I think I think sex scenes in movies should only be used to develop character or be funny. Like th- those are the two things Fair. that you can do. I don't because sex I don't itself like, develops character and is funny. And is funny. <laughs> I don't think sex should be shown graphically or yeah. explicitly. That was not a sex scene. That was a very well, good, a very well crafted character development piece. I agree. That was a sexual situation. I agree that I developed the character, but did we not already do that? Like, here's the thing: ha- no, had we, it had it ended I, with had it ended with she's awake. I have some new toys for you to play with. Cut. No, here's what here's why we already wouldn't here, know. No, here's why we needed it. Okay, it, for the character. All right. right. Because we know he's sadistic. Yeah. We know what's going on. But this showed us why and how he's manipulative, right? It was really critical that we see, one, him convince somebody mm-hmm. to hurt somebody. Yeah. On purpose. Mm-hmm. And two, flip it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what we're seeing is somebody who is so evil and sadistic that they can convince somebody to do evil things. And then turn and on then suffer and then suffer and then suffer in turn. Yeah. Right. I get that. So that that was actually really necessary. But do you think we could have shown it a different way? Do you think that I think it's more impactful that I don't, I don't know necessarily because I think what like he could have shot the I sheep think what, guys. I think what that shows is like, but what that shows is like he's currently helping out the sheep guy's wife mm-hmm. and or the sheep guy. And what's his name? Again? I can't remember. I just know, I know him as Braun. Yeah, <laughs> it's Bron. like it's Braun. <laughs> so what we're going to see is somebody is going to betray Braun. Yeah. Because of the manipulation. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to see something weird like that happen. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it. Or do you think Braun sets it up nicely? Him. And it might. But like, it, again, but it sets it up really nicely because you see who that is and mm-hmm. what he's about. Yeah. Right. And, and he's going to die. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably very violently. Yeah. Probably. Which will be great. Probably in a very similar scenario as, you know, whenever he's he's like, now now it's your turn. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be in the former position where he's the one yeah. in, in power mm-hmm. over somebody. And then yeah. that somebody isn't going to hesitate for a second. See, that's why I. Which is why Braun may kill him. That's, right? I said, like, I said in our, I think, two, I think it was two reviews episodes. ago. Yeah, yeah. Braun. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> Braun from Game of Thrones. Oh, Flanagan? Oh, Flanagan. Oh, Halligan. Oh, oh. Oh, Mally. Seamus. <laughs> that guy. Anyway, I said a few guy. episodes ago, I think he's going to kill him. And I think you, because I think you we might had, be right. Yeah. There was one shot where you could see some concern for what he's done in his eyes. Yeah. And then when the girl comes down, that's he the prostitute. We'll see. And that's part of why you need it is... I guess I personally, I think yeah. the scene 
I understand needing to develop the character. I think yeah. the scene could have been short. I think it was really impactful. I think it was a well-crafted scene and anything to keep me away from uh, <laughs> from Jack. Like, fair. Just the driest, most annoying character I ever. I feel bad for Jack, man. We all do because he, he does pun- nothing. He got punched by O'Malley. He got, he got cold cocked by O'Malley. Yeah, that sucks. He lost his daughter or yeah. son, whatever. Something like that. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Mm. His his wife is pretty useless. That sucks. That sucks. It's like, oh look, it's Casey. He Monica. doesn't seem that smart. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very handsome. He's you know what? And those wool chaps are pretty. Cute. They make quite a statement. Yeah, they they make. Quite <laughs> I, I love watching. It, like, why is he the only one with the sheepskin? It does not make sense that more people don't have warmer clothing, right? But it's uh, like, why is he the one wearing? I don't know. He's the leather. maybe maybe because it's like he's a part of the Dutton family, so yeah, money. I, Man, I, don't, I know. don't know. Who knows? Know. Who knows? So that's going on, and then we've got Indian girl and right. uh, and her new love interest. I'm still I'm still on over like who's this person? Yada yada rainwater. Uh, oh, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that love spark happened mm-hmm. so quick, which I guess it's, it's almost like they forced it. <laughs> it's almost they were like she needs a love interest. Hey, hey. <laughs> that guy doesn't die now. Get him over here. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right that this is going to end with. There's going to be a battle of some sort between sheep guys and Duttons and Spencer, mm-hmm. and they're actually about to lose. And then like, where did we just end up when well, they're why are they killing each other? And they, then they, they must them. they must be a season two because they're setting up a, a situation where uh, uh, he has to mortgage the ranch. Yeah. And then evil guy comes in and buys that mortgage. Ah, uh, that's what they're setting up. Yeah. Right? Well, that's He's, what just happened. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it hadn't happened yet. Hasn't happened like, yet. That's what they set up. Like they didn't. They're, uh, they're hinting at. So you don't think this ends in 10? I don't think episodes. this ends in 10. I think really? they do. I think they're going to do another season of this one. I is that that or they're going to extend structured? It? Like, I don't know. I'd have to check. I don't know. I, don't I know. want more. The answer is I don't know. This is I they're like going to go more, more than Yellowstone at this at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Honestly, yeah. yeah, they're they're weaving everything together really well. Even even down to their uh, their main ranch hand going home, yeah, being followed, and yeah. and that whole scene, yeah, whoa, also sucked. Oh, I was very upset. That about was that. that was that was upsetting. Yeah, very upsetting. And like, look, he does a really good job of being Taylor Sheridan yeah. of saying this is the Wild West. This is how things happened, and there were some really messed up things. Yeah. In well, a history. lot. Yeah. And it, it is a way of recognizing those messed mm-hmm. up things without preaching. Yeah. Exactly. It, which is one of the reasons I, I respect him. Yeah. Well, the one thing he does do on well, the he does, yeah. side is business people are bad. Right. He does that all the time. And it's weird because because a lot of money you uh, hand that feeds you. Anyway, anyway um, yeah. we all all artists do it. Yeah. Just an artist. Yeah. Thing, yeah it's right? an artist thing. Yeah. Screw you. Not sponsors. <laughs> Stop giving us money. Oh, wait. Oh, Speaking of money, hey man, Texas podcast Texas t-shirts podcast t-shirts are available. Check it out. Uh, it's Texas right here. Pod. This is this is one of my favorite um, designs. This is, this is our best seller. It's our best seller at the moment. Feel free um, to go check that out. We've wear got it as a pump cover or a pump revealer. I really revealer. like that shirt. Uh, I yeah, got, the, the shirt I'm gonna order actually, the gray. One. Or the gray. The gray is really nice. Yeah, I like the gray. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, we've had requests to make these into crop tops as well. We also now have stickers up. It's really only one stick. I am so you pale. What are you pale? I am very pale. Wow, you're not that pale. God, you're the same color. You're the same as me. I'm not. You're the same. That, we're, that's we're very. Same. Anyway, go to uh, texaspod.com. Get a T-shirt. We have the Spurs retro logo. We have the plain just Texas white T-shirt. The classic. We have the beef beer battle or uh, yeah, beef, beef beer, beer battle, battle of the, the Alamo. Alamo office reference. Go I, check that I one really out. Re- I recommend the baby blue. It's a great color. 
It's very good. Love that shirt. And we also, for those of you who still like our liberal tattoos video, which is still still our best performing video for some reason growing y'all love it slash um, hate we it. have liberal tattoo stickers that you can buy and put on your car put on your water bottle put on your butt i don't care just go put buy wherever it. you want uh but thank you guys so much for listening this has been another 1923 recap taylor if you're listening we love you so much keep writing good stuff and can't uh, wait to have you on the podcast to make fun of me it'll be great oh, oh man i can't wait to get punched in the face cannot wait in one day i would pay him to punch me all right, so Pretty sure you do it for make free. sure <laughs> make sure to follow us. At, <laughs> I, dude, don't get near Taylor Sheridan on a high surface. That's for sure. Because apparently, hey, why, why are you like ten feet away? Oh, no reason. No reason. Why do you keep getting closer? Why? Why, why are what, we back? Why are we? Why are we? Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey! Stop, Taylor! Stop! Not the train station. Anyway. It's just I'm really not going to accept the invitation to the Space Needle from Taylor Sheridan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's like, hey, Taylor, can we meet in like, I don't know, Midland where it's flat? Can we meet at sea level? Yeah. <laughs> can we meet in Marfa where you can't push me off oh, anything? Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you guys for thank listening. Y'all. Follow at Texas Pod on Instagram and YouTube. We're on no other platforms because they're going to steal our data and it's going to be banned in Texas anyway. And anything else? I think that's it for now. Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs>